And welcome back, everybody. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. Glasses on. Hard to get, let's get to work. This is the weekly wrap up from the Conversation Project, brought to you every Sunday to give you what news happened for the prior Friday through Friday. So we skip a day because we take a little bit of day off. It takes us some time to work this thing out. Then Sunday we prep ourselves for the upcoming things you might not have heard by doing this thing here. Now, if you were watching last week when it was Thanksgiving week and we pre-recorded just the today things, that was just the, the base of the birthdays and the fact today, you will find that the show was much shorter. And so we're going to do some changes coming up. You'll see tomorrow to pithy it up, to speed it up a little bit. And you're going to see things going on. You're going to see things move really fast. And you're going to see a definite break away from the meat to the extra adsy stuff and so you will probably uh give us some inspiration on that one tomorrow so give us some feedback on that tomorrow as it pops up in the meantime let's get ready for today as we have 16 news stories to talk about uh one through 10 or 10 through one the top 10 stories from the past week and these are unfiltered based off the actual numbers now as you know we pick the top half a big chunk of, of top stories and then we picked the ones we wanted to talk to to speed it up a little bit these are the exact top 10 stories based on their numbers and um, one story at the very top you will not be surprised because it was a big story many days but only got covered as the headline one day you won't be surprised there we'll also tell you the also rans those are stories that were just barely there between 11 and 15 and we'll give you a clue into all what is the almost relevant story of the week which is a story at the very very bottom with very very little response i don't have my spreadsheet that has the numbers on i'll see if i can pull that up while we're doing some things so we can actually have some details some data to go what's going along here as well we've already spent two minutes on this one so as you see at the bottom more details on how the on conversation project works is at our website this is the conversationproject.com so I'll just stop by there and see what you can see, see what it will give you as uh, something to understand how things are working here. So without further ado, we're going to add in this one. Right buttons help. Here comes a weekly wrap up for the week ending November 26th, yesterday as we record this live on Sunday, 2022. At number 10, resurfaced photo shows young Jerry Jones with students trying to keep Arkansas schools segregated. This one we posted on Wednesday, uh, the uh, 23rd of November. I believe it may have came out on Tuesday prior, but we got it posted on Wednesday. And this became a big discussion across the internets on your Thanksgiving table stuff. And Friday, as we'll get to in a bit, we'll bring this back up again, uh, when people really realized what was what was happening, getting past the Cowboys football game and going back to Jerry Jones and how he reacted back in the 50s. Now, Jerry Jones did not go to this school. This is being Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas. I know big chunk of this because I've lived here in Little Rock for 20 years and been indenuated with all this stuff going on, living history, if you will. He actually went to uh, North Little Rock High School, what they called Old Main back in the day, and was just there to see what was happening. And as he says, he was curious about what was going on and wanted to see how things were working. A lot of people have spoke up into what they thought about Jerry Jones and this one in particular, and you may or may not be surprised at exactly how this thing goes. But this story is listed here in the description. Go deeper and see this picture because you can't deny it's not Jerry Jones. And you, he didn't deny it was him either. He just did not say the right pretty words to get past this one. And number nine, Lions fans loudly boo baby Rexa during halftime game, halftime, Thanksgiving game, halftime show. Uh, this, of course, happened on Thursday, posted on Friday uh, as people were reacting to a lot of the hot things for Thanksgiving, especially 
the halftime performances. I did not watch the night game. I did watch the first two games. I actually watched Beaver Rexa, the first halftime show performance. Did not watch the um, Jonas Brothers in their game at Dallas Cowboys Stadium, but it got some not so great reviews as well. But here's the deal. It took me a while to realize what was happening as I watched it. And you couldn't hear the boos from the crowd because Bieber Rexa was up in a corner, not even facing the, the stadium, up in a corner, up in a concourse someplace with cameras on it. And they were watching the halftime show live from the st stadium where the Lions play in the concourse somewhere near the food court, apparently. And it was just a weird cut of stuff. It wasn't necessarily bad, not the biggest baby Rex a fan, but it just wasn't really great. And not being able to feed off the crowds who were there to see a halftime show made it kind of bad, made it even worse in essentially. So we'll see how the NFL will muck things up next year the way they mucked up this year as well. Number eight, reality TV star Todd Chrisley ascended to 12 years life, 12 years, not life, Wife, Chris, Julie Chrisley, gets seven for bank fraud and tax evasion. This is a big story in our household because we actually watch a lot of Todd Chrisley. Just weirdly enough, when he was on, he's on, we, we just sort of watch him. And um, my wife thought he was always kind of shady. My question was, how does he actually make any money? And, you know, these people, real housewives aren't necessarily housewives, they, but they're married to kind of rich people. So there you go. Uh, how do these people actually uh, get, you know, the swamp people, you know, live in the swamp? There you go. Duck Dynasty, they own a business that makes duck calls. Okay. How does Todd Crisley make money? Nobody knows. Apparently, bank fraud and tax evasion for some real estate deals going on. And from that, 12 years for Todd Crisley and seven years for Julie Crisley. With what turned into the bigger story is who's taking care of the kids. Now, the older two kids, and there's, there's a couple of kids who just aren't in the scene because you know, they're not a part of the money deal. They don't really care about this stuff. But her old two kids that have been on, on TV um, are adults, but they have two younger kids, one teenager and one a 10 year old, their granddaughter that they actually adopted as their child, who's going to be watched over for a while by um, their, their oldest daughter, Savannah. Now, what's going to be interesting about this? Think about the time when the um, when Jesse Jackson Jr. and his wife actually went to jail. And what they did for them was they did not go. There wasn't very long term. So that was part of the thing. But they didn't go at the same time. Uh, Mr. Jackson went first. Miss Jackson went second. This time it's uh, combined, you know, 20 years combined. And so they can't do that. So they're both going to take their time in their pretty much, you know, low quality, low, low security prisons. Uh, but the kids will be watched over by Savannah over whatever period of time is there. And of course, they're going to work to get parole as quickly as possible. It is how this thing goes. This is a story that has popped up for a while. People have been beefing with Todd Grizzly for weird things. And the trial has been something that's been kind of a nagging thing. One for them who was dealing with it and us for people who, you know, follow celebrity lawsuits. There's a lot of people out there who talk up such lawsuits doing this thing right here on celebrity lawsuits. And this is one that kind of nagged him because it took forever to get to. This week we had resolution. At number seven. Sources. Deion Sanders engaging in talks for Colorado and South Florida. This was early in the week, and so this one didn't get a lot of play. We actually didn't put this up into things you might have heard. We just kind of let that one slide because there are some other things that pop in there. But it turned it's turning into a bigger story as Deion Sanders had already taken care of business and now officially taking care of business over the weekend, going 11-0 uh, in the MEAC conference, which is uh, one of the black 
college football conferences. Deion Sanders taking a lot of heat this year as, you know, he flat out saying, you know, I'm not worried about playing in the, in the swag. I'm not worried about playing in the holes. I'm worried about playing big time. I'm taking my kids to the big time. And he's doing it, causing a little bit of debate with the, you know, you ain't who swag. I'm swag. You ain't swag. That whole thing. Well, we'll see coming up next weekend as the Black College Football Championship happens between the two conferences. The um, the SWAC, which was just won yesterday at the Southern by Southern University, winning this the um, Bayou Classic over Grambling yesterday, and of course MIAC winner, which is uh, Jackson uh, Jackson State. We're going to see how well this thing works out there. We're going to see if Dion is actually playing for the large role, which he always is, and whether he's going to accept it now where he's going to stay a little bit longer now that he's bringing in literally big time recruits to a very small school, very small state. Deion Sanders being who he was and being where he was, was able to bring light to the issue, um, the water crisis in Mississippi after the, after the floods. It's amazing that he in the right place and you may or may not like Deion Sanders. I'm, I'm sorry here if he based on, on certain things, but his presence is always a presence and you cannot deny it. World Cup TV reporter robbed live on air in Qatar and left baffled by a police response. This is number six for the week. This is what I really, really wanted to get into, and I chopped it out because something. We have a lot of stories to pull in from the weekend. So of the 30 stories we have to pull from, we only can get 10 in there, and this ended up not getting covered. But by numbers, based on time where it was actually positioned, it should have been there based on that one. Check out the link in the description. Go deeper into the story. There was a reporter doing a live shot and then literally was robbed on the air. And then when you went to police, they were kind of scratching their heads. Now, the reporter was a woman, so it might have been part of the issue was why are they talking to this woman? Because Qatar has a lot of that happening these days in general and at the World Cup. But this is one that is a head scratcher to all people of what happened and the response to it. I'd say priceless, but obviously they got robbed. So it basically was worth something. Cardinals fired assistant coach Sean Kugler after incident in Mexico City. This, uh, Cardinals won the teams that played Mexico City over last weekend as the expansion of the NFL is becoming a big thing. Uh, but what turned out into a big thing is a, a almost incident, international incident. Check out the link. Uh, go deeper in this one. We also did not cover this one in the week. It was a lower number for the day, if you will. But apparently over... A couple extra hours, it puts itself up into the fifth spot for the entire week's worth of numbers. Uh, people caring about it, but we missed out of it. Post it to you guys on Wednesday, the 23rd. A lot going on on that day, so a lot of things got missed. On Thursday, November 24th, Thanksgiving Day, we posted this one because it happened as a post a few hours after it came out and happened on Thanksgiving. Leah Michelle may have just become Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade's most controversial opening act. Leah Michelle opened the show for the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, doing one of the numbers from Funny Girl, the retooled, now around her, Funny Girl thing. And because some people hate her, some people love her, some people are indifferent, we're on most of the hate, maybe semi-indifferent side um, of Leah Michelle. It was a big deal. Now, a lot of things, a lot of memes popping in there, including one of the most funniest ones, because she the, the, the Funny Girl stuff came in right at the beginning of the parade, so behind her was Happy Thanksgiving, one meme basically said, Lee Michelle being chased by the thing she fears most, letters, because rumor has it she actually can't read. We're not going to discuss that because Christine with a K doesn't like discussing that, but rumor has it that she can't read and that she's not a very nice person. 
there you go. But because of that, she did it. She opened it up, and she may be the most controversial opening act. And I can't think of anyone who's actually controversial for the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Some people have done some bad things and not so great performances. Not so much controversy. Maybe if Ozzy had actually opened it up, it might have been something different. Biting the head off a turkey. That might have been something. But this one, though, there. News coming out that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are taking a break after two years of being together Friday, the 18th of November 2022. So this one survived a very long weekend to be all the way at the top because Harry Styles love is Harry Styles. And maybe Olivia Wilde hate is Olivia Wilde hate. Maybe that's what it is. But this one rolled up on a lot of you guys this weekend and you guys or last weekend. You guys carried over to this week for a big display. I'm becoming more and more. I was a bunch of fan of Harry Styles as a musician because I literally could care less, but a fan of him as his presence. The things he is doing as a star are, you know, not the typical superstar kind of bummy stuff. So he's doing pretty good stuff on that end and keeping a good profile and doing good for the people out there. So when people care about this, this is kind of not quite Harry and Megan level stuff, but apparently you guys cared a lot about it. So that's why it is number three story based on rank this week. And number two this week, Brandis University student killed, 27 hurt in shuttle bus crash in Waltham. Another story we didn't actually put much coverage into during the week, but it got a lot of big response to it. Check out the link for this one as well and go deeper into this one. We, of course, sending out thoughts and prayers to all the folks involved in this uh, accident on the university. But this is one that was just, to be honest, pasted in as a just a, a space taker to, to just kind of go into the list on Sunday, last Sunday. And somehow some way it pulled in a lot of numbers we just could not make it narrative enough to really go into it <coughs> oh jeez oh, for that oh this one story you know is going to be there chesapeake walmart shooting at least six people were killed in shooting at a walmart in virginia officials say and the shooter is also dead part of that first uh, announcement that very first headline we had this story uh played itself out over and over again happening on tuesday night around 11 o'clock or so local time wednesday it became all the rage in fact wednesday morning in when i was working on the newsletter part so to produce the news uh for the things that things you things you might have heard newsletter this one popped up already in the top 10 this one popped up pretty high and i didn't cover it because there weren't a lot of details on it i figured we get to it later and then, and then it blew up for the rest of the day it was all the talk and all the news stations going forward and it was just the 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 thing that kept everybody's attention was this happening we learned more details as days run through, through a lot of people sad because literally the, the day before thing for for thanksgiving uh, six people lost their lives just by going to work, and one person who was responsible for that. We learned a little bit about the guy who's in charge of, you know, being the murderer of this this type. Um, they talked about the number of mass shootings over the year just being too high, and some of the people who were involved in, in, the, in the in the shooting. Uh, about a dozen or so were, were hurt. Six people were confirmed killed, including uh, a 15-year-old, 16-year-old who just started working there. Uh, and was, you know, the, the big story was he first thing he did with his first paycheck was buy some presents for his mother because they didn't have much money. So he bought some presents. Uh, the man we learned was a in, was not a former employee, but apparently was a current employee, a current manager. And as they're doing a stand up to be preparing for the overnight shift, uh, things were going fine. And then one person looked up at, at the guy and he had a funny look on his face. And then next thing you know, he pulled out a gun and started shooting into the room. 
There are more details to this and more details to come as we go deeper into the week as it can relay more to us. But this was an extremely awful, extremely bad situation and highlighting, you know, gun violence. And you can complain and you can, you know, argue the rights for guns. That's been a big thing all weekend as well. But this has been a thing that showed people exactly what the wrong person with a gun can have. No criminal record, no real reason not to get the gun. In fact, he got the gun the day before the shooting happened. But did have a manifesto on his phone about people who didn't like him, people not respecting him. So there was some some hit space that was a bit ajar in that case as well. The almost rants. These are the stories from 11 through 15 that were not quite top 10 material. Close, but no cigar. Number 11, Kyrie Irving rejoins Brooklyn Nets after eight-game suspension over anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, that's the word, behavior. We posted that on Sunday, so that lasted a weekend. A lot of weekend stuff that went big that didn't quite make it because some weak stuff had more, more juice to go to. Giannis Antetokounmpo argues with Philadelphia arena worker, shoves ladder over after game. This was a big one as well. I didn't expect this to get all the heat, but because um, uh, Giannis is a, such a nice guy, him fighting with a ladder and an arena worker turned into a little something. Andy Dick sentenced to 90 days in jail, will register as a sex offender. Check out the link for this one because it's there. Andy Dick, not one of my fav favorite comedians, pretty much a you got it. Um, getting um, chased down and getting caught with doing something really, really stupid. And this is basically just research for a guy, which is, isn't doesn't seem like a nice guy. Also not very funny. England's Harry Kane and several other European captains told not to wear one love armband at World Cup. And this we posted on Monday. Uh, very quickly on this one, uh, many captains of many of the World Cup teams were going to wear an armband that said one love. Why? Because they wanted to show solidarity and show the fact that they were in support of people and freedom and, and all sorts of things, things that aren't necessarily abundant in Qatar where they're playing. They were told, wear one of these, you get a yellow card. And two yellow cards means you're suspended. So they did not do that. Following that power, there was another other protests as well, things going on as well that were interesting, including Iran standing there, the entire team standing silent during their national anthem. But the one love band armbands were not done. And number 15, Power Rangers star Jason David Frank, original Green Ranger, dead at 49. We learned more about this one. It got really gruesome, died by suicide. Um, the details of his life situation, not exactly known, but details of the situation, unfortunately, have been told. And we're not even going to go into them. We're not we're not doing that. Uh, we are basically sending thoughts and prayers to his family his extended family, the Power Rangers and uh, fans and the people he worked with, and just anyone involved in, in the situation. David, uh, this is a guy, this is another piece of my childhood going away from me, but it's it's a bit more eerie when my childhood is literally my age and the situation behind what happened here. Let's wrap up the new stuff with the most Actually, not most. The almost irrelevant headline of the week. This story got exactly zero play, and I did pull up the um the spreadsheet, so I do have the stats. This story was four hundred and fifty-seven thousand percent less engaging than the top story. That means four hundred fifty-seven thousand people, Twitter bots, whoever, engage in the story at number one, which is about the Walmart shooting, than this one right here at two twenty-seven. Two arrested at Penn Station in probe of threat to Jewish community. This was something that was 
oddly enough, caught before something happened. And we are glad there was no issue from this story. Uh, the two people were arrested, uh, basically scoping out the place and wanted to do some sort of uh, Jewish um, attack on the Jewish community. And they were stopped, thank goodness. Unfortunately, others this week were not stopped. Let's take a quick break to talk about advertisements because advertisements help keep the world going around and help the grass grow, things, things like that. If you stop by this is conversationprojects.com slash sponsors, you can see a big list of all of our a big chunk of all our advertisers who are helping make this thing go on by helping you providing great services. We're gonna put a spotlight for this thing, Blinkist, because if you're a person trying to get your news fast, you probably want to get your information fast and your learning on fast as well. Using the Blinkist app, you can read a full-length nonfiction book or autobiography, which actually isn't non full-length. They cut the stories, they cut the books, they cut the information into blinks, which are the main points of the book. They don't ramble, they don't go on and on in deep detail. And so as I like to listen to uh, audiobooks that go 15, 17, 24 hours because they're deep and they go into detail, whatever, in the background, I can listen to it and absorb them. I can't necessarily absorb a 24-hour audiobook, number one, in one sitting, and number two, all together because it's 24 hours worth of stuff. Blinkist boils those down into around 15 minutes. A 24-hour book may take 30, uh, 30 minutes, maybe 45. But most books, which may take you three or four hours to read or to listen to in audio form, will be done in about 15 minutes. And you can read them, the Blinks, or you can listen to them as well. They also have shortcasts, which are boiled down versions of the long podcast you love that boil down to the meat and potatoes of those as well. Check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. This will get you going. I read a book every morning and every evening because I can do it in 15 minutes time because of Blinkist. You won't know how you live without it going further. How to get the buttons right. So this is a conversation project is where we house this thing, whether you're listening to it as an audio podcast on the back end. So I try to keep the silence to a minimum, still working on that. Or you're watching this live with us right now or in the future. We thank you for being a part of this. But more details on everything we do are found at our website. This is a conversation project.com. So check it out for more details on what you can see from us, what we provide for you. We did a, a very rough cut of the You're Welcome podcast. We may release that um, just to have something in the feed to see people connect to it, but it was a little sketchy. So we may wait till next week to see how that works out as well. Just trial and error. At the bottom, you see the scroll for our feeds for Facebook and Twitter. If you're not watching the video, it's facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. Maybe you're listening to the video on the back screen in YouTube, or maybe you're listening to it on the podcast. Check it out. Check them out. Make sure you're voting in the stories. As you see the stories, you post a new story every 50 minutes. Like it, love it, hate it, share it, engage in the story. That's how you get your stories round up in the top 10, maybe 15, probably not at the bottom because Nobody loves those stories. All the details about the Conversation Project are alive and where you can find all our iterations for tomorrow morning because we go live at 5.50 at this. It's the conversationproject.com. Our top stories, my picks for the week, my top story is a resurfaced photo shows young Jerry Jones 
with students trying to keep Arkansas schools segregated. This is a story I thought was the most interesting. Uh, we do this in, a, in an interesting way. Though. We basically take the top 10, we mix them up, and then we kind of eliminate them one by one. We got down to this one because it was such an interesting story, one that's not going to get the national attention that it probably should get. It will probably get a little bit extra sports attention tomorrow, but then it's going to die because Jerry Jones has lots of money and everybody needs the Cowboys to win. Run-up story this week, uh, the story that was almost as good is Deion Sanders engaging in talks with Colorado and, and South Florida. I'm a football guy, so football things attach me. I'm a sports guy. They attach to me. And this is a big deal. This is a very big deal, actually. You don't know the the ins and outs of college football, uh, especially, and the ins and outs of black college football, SWAC, MEAC football. You understand that it's a very, very tight brotherhood of folks, you know, making sure they're taken care of. Deion Sanders is not trying to blow up the whole system, but he's saying the system's too small for Deion Sanders and the folks he's bringing in. He's trying to bring in big-time talent. He wants to win a national championship, and as an undefeated team, technically, He's got some beef with the with the championship committee that could have put him could have ranked them sometime this year. That's gonna do it. The weekly wrap up for the week ending November 26, 2022. My name, Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you for being with us for this thing here. If you're enjoying it, let us know what you enjoy. If you're not enjoying it, let us know what you're not enjoying it. We're trying to get more Google juice, so have more things out there in the world for you for this to be seen, but also just bring more conversational things in there. This is a different sort of vibe than we're doing with for the things you might have heard. In the past, when we had our daily newsletter, it was literally the top eight things. Eight things to talk about were the top eight things. So they were basically, there's very rarely a chance we got to the weekly wrap-up. Something did not make it in there. But now it's happening a lot more because we're being more selective and we're going to now. This is also a chance for Q&A. So uh, no one is watching live at the moment, so there will be no answers to any questions Q&A-wise. But you can send Q&A questions in the chat anytime you're on here or email them to me at jclevenpain at gmail.com. Send us via Twitter as well as we prepare to do these things uh, every week. Doing a little earlier as well. Last week, last couple of weeks, we did it around 6 o'clock. Uh, we didn't do it last week because of Thanksgiving. And this week, we did it about 5.30 just to kind of get it in there. A lot of things to prepare for, preparing back into the world. So we went and knocked us out pretty early. Thank you so much for joining us for this ride. As we say, uh, we're, we're constantly engaging, constantly reinventing, constantly tweaking things up. So if something you like looks good, let us know. If it doesn't look good, let us know. We're working in as best as possible. Follow the feeds and make sure you're with us tomorrow morning. Hit that notification when you subscribe to us so that at 5.50 a.m. tomorrow morning, you will get the 10 stories we'll give you to tell you what happened, the big stories of the weekend. It's called Things You Might Not Have Heard. It's five days a week. We're doing it tomorrow morning. We'll see you tomorrow morning.